0: Why are we fooling ourselves? A majority of people no longer desire to have the spouse, three kids, a dog, and a white picket fence anymore. Because society no longer glorifies being married. I mean, yeah, we love weddings, but not marriages. I'm a 70s baby, and I think that my generation is the last who really care about being married. A ton of people my age have either tried it already or they want to. But 1980 people and beyond, I'm not so sure. I mean, you want someone to do happy hour with you every now and then. You want a plus one for social gatherings. You want someone to text you good morning and good night. You want someone to make small talk with you when there's a break at work. You want someone to contact when you're lonely and in need of something physical. But you don't want it all at the same time or sometimes not even with the same person. I mean, you want to feel like you're in a relationship without actually being in a relationship. You don't want the commitment. You don't want the pressure of remembering and shopping for anniversaries and birthdays. You don't want the difficult conversations that come along with finding long-term compatibility. You don't want the same person in your face every single day. How many times have we seen on Facebook someone post about how they've been single for X number of years? Why don't I have someone already? Because you haven't put in the effort. That's that, um, that that everyone is a winner mentality that you learn as a kid, and that's the reason why you're sitting around waiting on your participant trophy. You don't want to invest in a relationship, but you want to reap all the benefits. You don't want to make yourself a better candidate for someone to want you because you work harder on your Match.com profile than you do on your own personality. So let's just admit it: you live in the generation that doesn't want relationships. Oh man, it's gonna be a good show.
1: Hey, what up, Q? What up Radio World? Think about
2: it. Quincy Come on. it. about it. Think
0: about it. Think about it. And this is my show. The Talk
1: to Q Radio show. Call it ahead Hey Q, how are you? What
2: up?
3: What up?
4: Having me on your show so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners.
0: Bad man posted some in the chat room that almost made me choke over here. Mm-hmm. My man Ray out there in New Jersey. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, I ain't telling you don't screw. Screwing is
2: cool. Some women are down for it. Aww. I said some, not all. This is a show that people are supposed to get their opinion and tell what they think. Hey. And I think it's offensive to say that a person who speaks well
4: is trying to speak white.
3: Is that it?
0: What's going on, people? All right. I want to welcome all of you to this live call-in edition of the talk to q Radio Show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And you can find me over at talk I have an email newsletter there you can sign up for and be alerted to future shows. You can also find the talk to q Radio Show on Apple, Google, Spotify, just about anywhere else you find podcasts. And please be sure to subscribe to the show in at least one of those locations, because that's how podcasts are ranked, not not necessarily by how many listeners you get, but how many people subscribe. So if you want to support me or the show, then please subscribe. That's how you do that, and I would definitely appreciate it. 516-595-8306 is the number to join tonight's discussion on the generation that doesn't want relationships. Uh, hopefully, I didn't upset too many people with that intro, but... You know, some things just need to be said. So, to the phone lines I go.
2: From the 248
0: Area Code, the outskirts of the Motor City of Detroit, please welcome on the author, the show hostess, the show legend, Miss Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on today? Thank you. How are you? I am doing well, my lady. Glad to have you on And let me go back To the phone lines Yes ma'am Go see the doctor From the 910 area code To Carhill State of North Carolina He plays a doctor on the radio Please welcome Dr. Willis To the Talk to Q radio show What's going on man Dr. Willis Oops, hold on. It might help if I take them off of mute. My bad, my bad. What's going on? Hey,
3: what's up, man? How you doing?
0: Doing well. All right.
2: 516-595-8306
0: is the number to join tonight's discussion. Um, Before we jump into the topic tonight, I have something uh, that I want to do that I haven't done since relaunching The show back in February And there used to be a segment of the show That involved quick roundtable discussion On current events And trending topics from around the world So I think it's about time That uh, I brought that segment back
4: It's time to get crystallized
0: I will turn things over to Miss Hickerson. All right. What's up you?
4: Um well this is Crystal from the Crystal Show and Be Crystallized is just about what's going on right now. And there's a few uh headlines today that we're gonna discuss or that we're going to present. Uh first of all, um Kanye West presidential announcement. Uh, not to worry. It is just part of his bipolar episode that he's had recently. Oh, wow. uh, his wife, Kim, yeah, his wife Kim Kardashian, um, who is in LA, their home with their four kids, um, and he is in Wyoming at his little compound that he's turning into a cult. Um, she says that she is very, very worried about her husband. That, uh, the whole entire family, Kardashian family, are worried about him. Um, his bipolar episodes usually last for a few weeks and then things go back to normal. If anyone knows about that disease process, it's uh, akin to uh, being a manic depressive. Um, and there is medication for it, but Kim has stayed it to Vogue and uh, Kanye, in the last couple of years, has. Uh, said it himself, that he does not take the medication because it affects his creativity. And um, she has stated that it really changes who he is. So he can't work, he can't, you know, produce his songs and things like that and, and everything. So he he stays off the medication. And the medication, if you know anything about uh, bipolar, it's uh, it's a mood disorder. So it changes you in how you interact with the world. So the medication is a, a mood stabilizer, uh, depending on your, you know, your type of, of medication that you may have, you know, and how severe your case is. But, it, uh, yes, it does change your mood. It makes you kind of um, zombie-ish, and it also uh, takes away your sexual drive. Uh, That's just, just one of the side effects of the medication but hey um, you are on the medication you don't kill anyone and you don't uh, run for president and stuff like that and go crazy on TV but he does so this is what's going on right now with him and that's why this whole presidential announcement came out him denouncing um, Trump and just everything that he's been saying so yeah not to worry he's just crazy as a oh, man. Term I'd like to use
0: as a counselor.
4: But anyway, <laughs> he needs I to mean, be on his medication.
0: Uh, but you know, it's like with Kanye, people, um, you know, people have made fun of him for so long, me included, and everything. But it's, it's really a serious issue he has. It's not his necessarily his ego all of the time that, that fuels him like we think it is.
4: Well, that's part of it too. I mean, he is a Gemini. But um, the, the <laughs> bipolar is very, you know, it kind of goes with those mood changes. And people who are creative tend to be kind of that way anyway, uh, bipolar, and then all the way up or down the ladder, however you want to look at it, too, um kind of people. So um, it's all in the same kind of manic disorders. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully yeah. You know, he can um, – I understand why he doesn't want to take the medication, but I, I'm not sure what else for him to do if he doesn't take the medication. These kinds of things will continue to happen.
0: Yeah, he definitely needs to. And and on another note, I didn't know they had four children. I guess I missed out on the fourth. So there's a north, south, east, and a west.
4: Don't <laughs> have the names of their kids. I don't think they're all named. No one's I think one is not named a direction. One is named like.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, what
4: is it? Like something biblical or something. I mean it's like it's not God, it's something else. Something similar. But um but yeah, yeah, they're legit. So yeah. And she's taking care of them all, um, I'm sure not just by herself, but you know. He's he's in and out. You know. But they're she loves them obviously very much and they're a perfect couple as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Um Well, another thing that has happened, which is very sad, um, the Glee actress, Naya Rivera, uh, she was only 33 years old. She is now presumed dead. You may have heard some of the reports um, that uh, yesterday she vanished from uh, Lake Piru, which is in Southern California, uh, Wednesday evening, last night. And she went to the lake with her son, who was four years old. And for some reason, she dove into the lake. Maybe, I'm thinking, you know, maybe the child dropped something or whatever, and she went in to get it. And she had, he did have her, you know, life jacket on. They said that there was only one there, and, he, you know, he had one. So, and her purse was there. I mean, there was nothing that looked like any kind of foul play. It looks like they're calling it an accident. They cannot find her currently. But um, but you know when you go into the murky waters, it's, it's hard you know to some you know to find someone. So hopefully they do find her body, but they are pronouncing her dead at this time. So yeah, that's, it's a very beautiful that's very young sad. woman, and yeah, it is very sad. And her and it they the little boy had been out there for a while by himself, just kind of sitting there with a pontoon boat, you know. So that she had rented just to go out. And um, when she didn't return, that's when the rental company kind of went out to search for them, um, like, you know, where's our boat? And so <laughs> luckily uh, they they did find him, but they, they, he was alone on the boat. So that that was is very
0: sad. And you hear a lot about boating accidents from people who were um, – you know, great swimmers, but when you're out there, anything can happen. You can fall, hit your head, knock yourself unconscious or, or anything. And um,
3: yeah.
0: without a life jacket, you you really lessen your chances of surviving, something like that. It's very sad.
4: It is sad. She could have gotten caught, too, like at the bottom or something could have snagged her or, you know, anything can happen under the water. So, Unfortunately, she wasn't able to make it back up, and maybe she thought she could. The only thing I can think of is she dived in just to grab something that maybe fell into the water. So but you never know. So it's really sad. Um, people have been uh, coming out on Twitter and different places just saying prayers for her, and now you know it's more of a you know kind of prayers for her son, and just really sad. So other sad news, um, rapper Pop Smoke, I don't know if you guys knew about him. He was a um, fledgling or you know, a rap artist, and uh, he was connected with 50 Cent, and he had, um, you know, kind of loomed out of, you know, the, the rap. Um, he was from Brooklyn, so it's from New York and all that. He was connected with the Chris. And he was shot February 19th of this year in his home uh, in Hollywood. He was renting a home. He was getting his album out there. So it would have been his, like, first major album. Um, But they thought it was an invasion, a home invasion, robbery. Um, And then there was a fight, and then, you know, he was shot. And they arrested five people today, Finally in connection with it. So it took them to several months where they said they've been working diligently to, you know, find out what was going on. When it first happened, there was all sorts of conspiracy theories saying these people did it or that person did it. I mean, it was just all over the place. So you'll probably be hearing about it now um, online and in different places. But he, um, they feel that it was part, it was the people that they did arrest it was um three adults, two juveniles that were arrested, and they think they're all part of the crypt game, which he was a part of um at one time before he went into the rap game and you know how that goes so um they're saying it was probably just a hit, you know, and while they were there, of course, they probably sold some stuff because you know he was he kind of shot up really quick, and you know he was you know. He had a lot of money on him, a lot of stuff around him, you know, the whole lifestyle. But um, finally, they did find some people, which is good. And um, he wrote a song called Meet the Woo. And, and then he did a Meet the Woo 2. And he was coming out with, um, it went from, you know, from like a mixtape. And then the mixtape, you know, got out there, you know, and they got the ear of 50 Cent. And then um, it shot up. And it went to, like, number seven on the Billboard charts. And, and it was, I love that song. It was very, it was a very smooth. It was, it's part of that new kind of sound that's coming out in rap where it's kind of melodic and, and all of that. So it's really cool kind of sounding song. Um, and that's what, you know, brought him to this initial fame. So people were, were just waiting for him to blow up really, really big. And mm. his, but posthumously, his album was released. It came out, you know, okay. posthumously. So you'll you'll be hearing that too as well. I'm sure people are talking about that. So that was really sad. And then the rest of the sadness is just COVID-19 sadness. You know, we've come out, um, opened America back up, and now we're gonna have to close it back down um, because
0: it looks uh, that Americans
4: seems to feel, yeah. Americans seem to feel that they can do whatever the hell they want to do, and the um, president is not helping. So over the, you know, with his rallies, um, and not really with the um, protesters, because most of the protesters were wearing masks, and they tried, you know, but they still were close to each other. Um, but Americans don't, they do what they want. And that's, that's the culture of America, so it's very hard to contain. A virus like this so it looks like we may have to go back into another lockdown again of, of America to, to see if we can get control of this and but again next month school starts back up so that's that's the next thing that they're, they're dealing with right now is who's going to open up the schools um, there are several universities who said they're only going to be online they're not going to open up um, the schools like Harvard and places like that it's like, no, nope, we're not going to open up. So, um, so we don't know what's going on with this and how long this is going to last. Um, most experts say it's probably going to be another 12 months of, until this is completely gone, because they still have to get a vaccine that they have not gotten. And um, as far as Louis Farrakhan, he's, he's telling all his people and all black people and minorities <laughs> do not take the vaccine that was his little statement on that um, last week when he did his, um, he did a speech and that was his main, one of the things he said, do not take the vaccine. So we shall see how that goes. Okay. So that, that has been get crystallized with the headlines of what's going on right now to hear more of my show. Just go to the crystal show.com and, um, there are new shows that are coming out that came out and coming out, so take a listen. And um, I did one of my first shows that came out because I got pissed off was about 50 cents. How you know, black men, once again,
0: are talking about black women, so I have to talk about
4: that. So
0: you can check that out on the <laughs> Thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate that. And okay. we'll go ahead and jump into the show. Um, Let me go ahead and go back to the phone lines First of all From the 601 Area Code My hometown the Jackson, Mississippi Let me welcome on the man The myth, the original show legend The minister of sexual affairs Eminem was shaking
1: Hey, what up Q What up Radio World
0: What's going on, bro? Uh
1: man, I can't uh, call it
0: Alright, man I go right back to the phone lines, then I promise we'll go ahead and get to the first question. From the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, please welcome on the show enforcer, Ray. Ray, what's going on, man?
2: Hey, what's up, Q? What's up, cuz? I don't know who else on the line. Hey, what's going on, cuz? What's up, y'all?
0: What's going on, Ray? All right, all right. All right. We'll go ahead and kick this off. We're talking about the generation that doesn't want relationships. And so the generation I'm speaking of, uh, for for those of you just joining, like Generation Y, Millennials, basically 1980 and after um, is what I'm talking about. And I know I'm generalizing here. It doesn't apply to everybody, but just humor me, okay? But the first part I want to talk about, alcohol and drugs. You know, it's looked at a little differently from people from those generations than maybe previous generations. Now, alcohol and drugs have always been around, but now it's glorified constantly on the TV, radio, social media. It's promoted in almost everything you see. Dr. Willis, I'll start with you first, man. Let's get a little voice time. How can alcohol, drugs, and the social atmosphere impact someone's ability to find a long-term relationship?
3: Well, man, um, I, mean, it's, 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 I think it, it can affect it in many ways. Uh, there are many factors. Uh, for one, you know, if they're constantly talking about drugs and alcohol, then it could be off putting to a uh, potential mate. So that's one aspect that it can um, it it can be off uh, putting or affect a relationship. And then on the other side of that, you know, what I'm saying, you know, you're talking about drugs and alcohol now. You're giving off this vibe at your party, and then there may be somebody out there who's with that. So, uh, you know, to be honest with you, it can go <laughs> it can go pretty much any way. Um, it just it's, it's your target audience who's um, getting this message, or who's hearing it. Um, I think the more important thing is, uh, you know, saying the young, you know, the younger kids that are, that are uh, hearing this message and, and 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 listening to what you're saying, and then trying to emulate what you're doing. But as far as relationships are concerned, then it's you know what I'm saying it's like any other thing, you know am saying? It's 50 fifty fifty. You know, so, you know, you're gonna have people that gravitate toward it, you're gonna have those that are gonna be, you know, pushing away from it.
0: Right, Crystal, anything to add, agree, disagree about alcohol, drugs, and the social atmosphere's impact on finding a long term relationship?
4: Well, I mean, I, I guess that would depend on what you're exactly what you're talking about. Um of course, people who if you're talking social drinking or social smoking like marijuana or whatever um, those people attract each other i mean if you drink in you know socially or whatever, then of course you don't want to be around someone who doesn't drink because that's i mean not in a relationship because that could stifle you <laughs> yeah, and same thing with marijuana so that that's that's a compatibility thing um. And if you're talking about, you know, you know someone who is abusing, well, then, of course, that, that does... No,
0: not of, necessarily uh, abusing. You know I mean, like, can you have um, what you consider a party couple? People who like to smoke and drink and they do it as a couple. I mean, does that, does that happen very often? Oh, yeah. It does, it's
2: compatibility.
0: I mean, for myself, I don't smoke,
4: but I drink, and, um, I mean, I don't really like the smell of smoke, really. It doesn't really, you know, I mean, if he smokes, that's fine. I mean, I guess whatever. Um, but, um, all the time, consistently around me, then that would be a problem. And so, the the same thing, if there was, you know, I was dating someone who didn't drink, then I would feel self-conscious about drinking around them. I wouldn't want to. Um, you know, so, because I figure he, you know, he can't, can't chill with me. <laughs> and I'm sure that's the same thing with someone who's most marijuana. He's like, well, you don't, you know, we don't, we're on the same page. We're not, you know, compatible really. So I think that's the only reason. I don't, I don't think it hinders relationships in general. I just think it hinders those people who just are well, not compatible
0: to each other. All right. Makes sense to me. That makes sense. So, Eminem, and you know, Generation Y and Millennials are born in the age of instant everything. If you're hungry, the your microwave can have you dinner and, and a jiffy. Or you can use the app on your phone and waiter will deliver, you know, your food for almost anywhere nearby. If you're bored, you can scroll Instagram or play a game on your phone. You don't even have to wait a week on some of your favorite shows because Netflix will give you an entire season on the same day. You can get about just just about anything you want, without the requirement of having to wait. So, Eminem, how much does instant gratification play in the role in a forty and under crowd when it comes to not being able to maintain a healthy relationship?
1: Well, I mean, it, 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 it's like it's a it's a lifestyle impact more than anything. And when you're talking about a uh, a relationship relationship, well, usually. Um. well, it, at a certain point in time anyway, it was understood that, okay, it's going to have to be a lot of sacrifice with certain stuff. But now that's pretty much not the case at all. So that's why things seem to be, uh, you know, deteriorating. Not, not that deterioration is a bad thing, but if you, if you just look at how it's all set up, uh, and I want to just kind of piggyback on the first question posed about the the drugs and alcohol, and, and you'll see what I mean. It's like, okay, I'll use not necessarily my generation because we ex and we kind of got the best of both. But prior to that, like our grandparents and stuff, um, like both of my grandfathers, and which one of my grandfathers, is me and Ray, both grandfathers, you know, he always smoked cigars for a long period of his life, drunk, but I neither grandmother didn't drink. And uh, my paternal grandfather not only drunk. Shit, he actually made and sold and bootlegged moonshine. But it was like a thing where nobody saw, it was no such thing as equal. It was just like, well, everything was based on, everything was based on being a um uh, uh who would make a good fit for being a mother to mo because that back then people had a bunch of kids anyway. So if your woman then was getting toward more than you, well you say, well shit ain't no way I can have all these kids with her and, and shit come out right. So that was kind of the mindset. So as people got out of the fields and shit and stuff got more, you know, liberal towards that, you know, uh, when we came along it was kinda of like you know, uh, kind of like Crystal mentioned, um, you know, the thing with, you know, you know, that's what you would see now with a lot of Generation X kids is the women are usually like more so social drinkers. But now when you go down to, I didn't know it was Generation Y. I thought it was MTV and Millennial and d and or whatever. I got to catch up on that stuff. But anything below us got fucked up. Then it turned to like, hey, you know, uh, the, the, the woman was like, hey, you know, you know, we we kicking it like you know, like but like it, it it became more like two niggas at a party more so than a female. Where the dude is out clearly outdoing the woman. So now everything equal. So, but when a cat see that, it's just like, well, shit. An older cat, we see that, we looking like, oh uh, well, this is, this is fun. But man, damn, I don't know. do know, I don't see her wiping ass and snot all day, and, and she down them more than me. You know, so um, I think that has a lot to do with, with, with all the decisions. You know, it's like it's not so much the relationship itself. It's all about, well, at that time, it was at the previous times anyway, all the decisions was based on what the perception of a a motherly motherly was. You know, the dude can do this, but you don't want your mama to do
0: Oh, I am so sorry. We are out of time. <laughs> but y'all
1: smell me, though, right?
0: And, uh, yeah. <laughs> let me go to Ray. And Ray, let me ask you the question again. Um, how much do you think instant gratification plays a role in the 40 and under when it comes to not main, maintaining relationships?
2: Uh, well, I think a lot of them don't want relationships because, you know, it's easier to date multiple people. But I I think, man, that, that at some point you would outgrow that. But then, you know, I don't know. It, it all depends on your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is, you know, instant gratification. You may not, just like you find a lot of famous people, they don't get married until later on. Or if they do get married... They constantly cheating on his spouse, so you know if you drinking a whole lot of liquor in a woman you see her she drinking like a dude, whatever. To me, that's that's not somebody you want to get serious with. Now it's okay to drink if you're female, you know my wife drink or whatever. I don't mind you getting tore up as long as you with me. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's 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 a thing of. You gotta have an understanding. You can drink all you want as long as you're responsible. You take care of your business. You don't mind getting up on time. You're supposed to get up and all that kind of stuff is not an everyday thing. It's a once in a while thing. And if you somebody you drinking every Friday, Saturday night, this girl she tore up. Now she not for you. She for everybody. But once she start drinking, everything goes. She hanging on you. If you didn't come to there that night, she'd been hanging on somebody else. And that's what you got to realize. That's somebody you want to build a life with, a family with. No. So it works for the, the millennials, the Generation X, or whoever these folks are. The younger the folks is younger than us, it works for them because they, they still want to be young, and that's the life that they live in. You know, they don't look in terms of having a family in long term. It's kind of like, you know, buying condos versus buying houses. Condos are the thing now. So that's kind of the way the relationship goes.
0: All right. So let's switch it up a bit. And uh, let me go back to Dr. Willis. Now, Dr. Willis, you know, sex, all the cool kids are doing it, you know. And there's no big deal about sleeping around anymore. Uh, Older generations kept that stuff on the low or some people even restricted themselves from it. But younger generations aren't afraid to express themselves sexually like the old heads were, and it's it's just something people do a lot of times. So, Dr. Willis, can the sex in the the Sex and the City mentality have an adverse effect on finding a forever relationship?
3: Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Um, you know, whether you know it's it's, it's talked about hyped or over you know overdone. You know, as far as social media or whatever the case may be, I think, you know, there's, there's gonna always be sex. And to be honest with you, I mean the generation nowadays, I don't even I don't even know if they even really like sex like that other than just getting hit. Everybody's talking about getting hit. I mean even the women nowadays, getting hit. Nobody's really talking about, you know what I'm saying, actually, you know, <laughs> penetrating this shit like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Um so I don't I don't think I don't think it, that that mindset could um destroy any type of uh, long term relationships or anything. If it's good, I mean it can only enhance it. You know what I mean? So um, you know, we we've been we've probably been we're we're probably one over sexualized culture anyway and it's been that way. So I don't see it, it having any damaging effect on on anybody right now to be honest with you. As a matter of fact, you know what I'm saying it's it's, pro- it's mostly becoming normal now, <laughs> normalized instead of uh looked at as being over sexualized or anything like that. You know, used used to be where, you know, you couldn't see certain things on TV or hear certain words and things like that. Now, anything yeah, goes. Yeah. So, so I don't think it's damaging any long-term effects uh, as far as relationships are concerned. I think that, um, you know, you're going to do what you do in a relationship, uh, uh, you know, just the same thing that you're doing outside of a relationship, you know what I'm saying, if you're not serious about a relationship. so. You know, so if if it's, if it's doomed from the start, it's going to be doomed. If not, you know, it's going to work. So, but, but just having a sex in the city mindset itself is not going to uh, affect any type of long-term relationships, I don't think.
0: All right. So, Crystal, I'm going to let you follow up, but I'm going to play devil's advocate just a second, Crystal. Um, I mean, as far as, you know, can the sex in the city mentality have an adverse effect on finding a long-term relationship? Uh, do you think that society is more is more accepting of open relationships um, these days? Does that play a role, or maybe even um, I don't know, I, maybe even sex toys? I mean, the fact that it's a lot more acceptable now, more people are doing it, and maybe don't feel like they need to have anyone attached to it. But um, does, does that change anything for you, Crystal, or how do you feel about that? Okay, um,
4: uh, no. Again, that goes back to compatibility. And um, I really don't think that has anything to do with it. Uh, sex toys, you can use sex toys with your partner. You know, usually they're better with someone than, you know, than without. But um, I think, well, open relationships, yeah, that we're becoming a more freer society where, yeah, people are, The reason, you know, they're not apt to just, because it used to be where you didn't have sex until you got married. That's why there were so many people who were married. They turn 19 or whatever, (laughs) and 20, their hormones are going. They're like, well, I can't have sex until I marry somebody, so I'm marrying her. The next one that comes in, and then I'll have an affair with somebody I actually want to be with. So that's usually the situation back then. And now you're like, well, I can have sex anytime I want. I don't necessarily have to marry this person, so I can, you know, chill. <laughs> and open relationships, sure. yeah, it's a slippery road, um, unintended. But so you don't need, that's a bad way to go in a relationship situation. The best kind of thing now, like have threesomes and all that kind of stuff or whatever, is to not be in a relationship and that's your relationship. The relationship is that there is no number one. You I mean, you're all the same, you know, basically. Unfortunately, that usually doesn't work because there's always somebody who's going to catch feelings and they're going to want to be with you and all this shit. And then it's like this ruins everything. So, um, I know, I right, August Alcena? <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, just
0: ruins
4: everything. I mean, why are you in a relationship if you want to do all this? And, and then you have people who are like, well, this is our relationship. We're married. We're whatever. And um, But we can have this one person come in just for fun because we like that or whatever or I'm trying to please my husband, which is usually the case. And then people get jealous. And, you know, it's just stupid. I don't know why people do that. It's a recipe for murder as far as I'm concerned. But, um, but no. What you need to do in any relationship, you need to be very honest with the person that you're pursuing. This is what I'm into. This is what I like. Are you into that? Do you, you know? Do you want to call the police right now, or do you want to? Do you want to get with this? You know, <laughs> this is what. This is what I'm gonna do. But most times, people don't do that because you want to appear to be this. Clean, pristine person, and for whoever you're trying to attract. And then once you get in a relationship, being like, "Oh, you know what? I kind of like doing this. I like bondage. So <laughs> I like, I like being dominated, or I like, you know, and you're just like what? <laughs> and then that that ruins everything. So um, the open, I don't think that takes away from marriage per se. It's just those people who. They get married, but then they don't disclose their real sexuality to the other, their partner, and then that's when things go south. So I don't really think that has anything to do with it. <laughs> I mean, that with marriage itself, because to me, marriage is something else. It's not just about sex, and if it is, then you're not going to be married very long anyway. So.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I think it does play a role personally, but... Uh, let me shift gears again. And, 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 you know, one thing that I give generation Y and millennials credit for is their entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, a lot of them are really career driven. However, some feel as if they don't have time for anything serious as far as the relationship goes, because they got to get their grind on. They want to be in a certain place. They don't think that it's possible to have both a successful career and a successful relationship or marriage. So Eminem, why does having certain life goals tend to get in the way of finding that special someone? I mean, shouldn't finding that special someone be a main life goal?
1: Yeah, yeah. One time you would think that anyway. But see what's happening now and I mean this is really directed toward females more than anything else. The difference was like when uh when, you know, pretty much nationwide when 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 uh and I just speak of black people when black people was getting better jobs and getting better opportunities and, 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 and getting uh, opportunities to have certain majors and work in certain capacities that we normally never had to, everything was cool, a la 85 came to Cosby show, you know, versus the good times in the 70s. But Claire was a lawyer, so she could balance the both, all right? Now, that's, you know, that was like, the first part of our generation and not the last part, okay, you just keep rolling forward and you get down to probably the last 15, 20 years, especially with the convenience of social media and all that. now the women went from just saying, hey, I want to be a dentist or a doctor or a lawyer and make a great salary and not just have to depend on a man, but I, I can still balance both. Now the chicks, everybody wants to be, you know, uh, you know, like Shawnee O'Neal, you know, like later on Shawnee O'Neal, you know, like the I'm in charge, I'm in charge, I'm in charge, I'm running shit, I own this, I do that. When you do that at a young age, well, you 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 really you you're really making a sacrifice because because what happens is, um you you can't you you can't you can't you can't be successful and balance both for the most part you're going to, you're going to have to make a sacrifice you know um especially if you don't already have kids you're going to put having kids off and you're definitely going to put um uh, being in some kind of probably consistent relationship off because like I say the internet made the world smaller now you can you know in a, in a heartbeat you could be talking to somebody on the other side of the world as convenient as you talking to somebody across the street. The call, the call is just that fast. The, the communication is just that fast. So, you know, you're traveling all the time or possibly traveling all the time, and, you know, you're meeting with people and stuff like that. So, you know, um, n- nothing is even set up for you to be an entrepreneur and be successful as far as a committed relationship early in your life. Now, the biggest part of that sacrifice is the difference between a man doing that, and the reason why it's always been kind of a double standard, the difference between a man doing that and a woman doing that, if a woman hasn't already, you know, had kids or something like that, well, a lot of time her clock is ticking, and now she got to make a choice. Like, okay, shit, you know, I thought I was going to be successful, but damn. You know, I'm already worth a hundred million dollars. What you gonna do? Stop all that shit and be a housewife? I seriously doubt it. So you know, uh, so now it's it's like a whole other direction with it. And so you know, kind of like to the reference in the beginning of the show about Sex in the City. That's pretty much what all that was about. It's just like, hey, you know, I still got physical needs, but I don't, I don't really have time. For you know the traditional type relationship, right, right. I'm, I'm home waiting with my legs open and got shit cooked, and the dude walk in. now. It's just like, yeah, hey, you the one <laughs> just out there. So it's like, you know, so it's like, you know. But see, I never did like all that shit. But you know, but hey, you know, to each their own. But uh, uh-uh, cause somebody, you know, you know, it don't work like that. Two, dick, I always got a saying. It's like, you know, two dicks ain't gonna fit in the room. You know, somebody got there. Uh-uh, it ain't gonna work. You know, nah, yeah, you you have a good job. A, a good job is good. A, a great job is good. But when you start talking about, oh, I'm this and I'm that and all that stuff, like you know, uh, okay, well, you know, hey, you know, shit, you sac, you making a big sacrifice. And if and and like I say, you know, when we was coming up, man. It was understood. You know, if a girl. Didn't look that good It's like okay You go to college And be something nice You can still do good For yourself But if you look hot It's like man Fuck all that school shit You, you gonna If you just don't have A lot of babies You gonna probably end up Marrying somebody With some money You know uh, 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 That could really Take care of you But now it's different You know Everybody wanted to be uh, What's her name uh, You run BET Ah uh, damn Shit What's that lady name
2: Deborah. somebody
1: Deborah Lee Debra I think Deborah Lee you know, so, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't be a Deborah Lee and balance that shit out. It don't work like that. So, you know, All right. yeah, but but, it's, but the difference is, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be hating when it comes to the difference between a man and a woman. Ain't no damn clock for a man as long as your shit can get up now. As long as your shit get up, you're good. You can say, well, okay, I'm 45, 50 with a successful business. Now I'm ready for a wife and kids. But a woman, I mean, well, you know, you could always have a husband, but you know, the kids, then you have to adopt kids and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's different.
0: All right, sir. Okay, so we'll get to I, I this one. Ta- last... How
1: fast did I beat the clock? I, I felt the ticking. I ain't hear it ticking that time.
0: So it, it ticked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know, social media has shaped how society treats each other. Um, And I'm sure that's something you've noticed. Social media made people make people appear disposable. You know, someone is out of your life as soon as you hit unfriend or block and people don't grow distant these days. The distance can happen almost immediately if someone gets in their feelings. So, Ray, what role, if any, does social media play in Gen Y and Gen and millennials not being able to obtain that long term partner they seek? Well,
2: I mean, social media is, is a big thing amongst younger people. You know, it's Twitter and it's uh, Instagram and Facebook and all this other stuff. But I think that the more you're exposed to something, the greater the temptation is. And the more options you have, the less faithful you're going to be. So I think with the with the younger generation, social media is kind of like a, a 24-hour uh, dating site, just like you go to some spots, you can eat all night long, or 24 hours. That's the way it is with social media. Social media, you can say things to people you never met. You can meet people from anywhere, so it's it's extremely hard for you to commit to a relationship when you got people hollering at you that you may not even know, or whatever the case may be, but. It's it's hard to stay faithful like that. So I think with a lot of young people, you know, you can you can meet somebody and you can like them, but you got somebody coming at you from every direction. What are you supposed to do? You know, that's that's only human nature. But I think if you want to have a successful relationship, you need to stay off of social media. But as a young person with the social media thing, man, it's, it's, that's all it really can be is dating and having fun and see where it goes, that type of deal, because social media is going to take over. It's just like the way I look at sports and stuff on my phone, that's how people look on these websites for different girls and this, that, and the other. It's, it becomes a habit, and... A a beautiful woman is probably the strongest habit you can have. So, you know, it's just a whole new time, a whole new generation. So a lot of these females out here, and even guys, if you're looking for something long-term, you got to get somebody that's serious about what they're doing, whether it's, you know, working, working toward having a family. She's not on social media. Everything you do, she got to post it up or take a picture or, comment and all that type of shit and expect for you not to be upset about something they posted something you saw or something they talk about you can't have your own business in a relationship because they posting and talking about everything I mean that's just rough just like one of the guys always we dating a girl 25, 26 years old that's all it's going to be is a jump off because the shit they doing we ain't going to agree with it I think it's just a, a obstacle that's hard to get over with social media. Okay.
0: I agree with those points. Dr. Willis, what say you, sir?
3: I think social media play a huge part, um, and not even just the younger generation. I mean, you know, you got older people using it now, uh, TikTok and all these other things and stuff, and, and uh, you know, it's it's really affecting a lot of relationships. Uh, people are getting caught, <laughs> you know. People are, you know, are uh, having That's secret right. affairs and things like that. So it's like, um, you know, and and the, the bad thing is that we're we're in a situation. We're in an age of misinformation too, so that compounds the problem. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the things that you're reading and hearing, it could just be somebody trying to live their best life and don't and, and not really doing those things in real life. You know what I'm saying? Social media give a chance to be this person that you're not. So you know it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on with social media, and it's 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 um so many factors that are compounding the problem. That yeah, you you can't you can't really have a, a great relationship if one or both partners is heavily engaged in social social media. If you don't take a break, I mean it can affect anybody. I mean even the most you know what I'm saying the sturdiest of relationships. Uh, all you gotta do is give it time, <laughs> you know. And and I always say. You stick a shovel in the ground, you are gonna get dirt. And so, if you got a couple that's on social media and they're doing their own thing, I'm serious. If you, you stick a shovel in the ground, you are gonna get dirt. So, if you got you got a couple on social media and they're doing their own thing, if either one of them decides they want to check up on the other one, they're going to find some. They're going to find some dirt. They just, I mean, you know, especially especially with a woman, right? A woman can just come on and mind her business, and she'll have about 50, 60 dudes in her inbox DM one of those 50, 60 dudes is going to get to it, you know what I'm saying? And so, I mean, and I'm, not, I'm not saying there are no strong women out there, but that's just how it is, and even with guys. Guys are going to have, you know what I'm saying, 10 or 15 girls in their box. We're going to try to holler at all of them. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's just, um, you know, it's how strong your relationship is, but even the strongest relationship falls to the
0: power of social media. All right, all right. You say you stick a shovel in the ground, you're going to get dirt. Yes, sir. <laughs> I got $5 to say. Dr. Willis got that on a T-shirt somewhere.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, go ahead and make that money, Dr. Willis. Let your entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit show. All right, going to take a 30-second break, and we'll get ready to wrap this thing up. Hi.
2: This is Mo Bella Hughes from Queens, New York, and you are now listening to the Post radio show. No expert, just as in me. It ain't hard to tell. I excel than prevail. The mic is contacted, I attract clientele. My mic check is right for depth, breathing a sniper breath. I exhale the yellow smoke of bootle through right to step deep like the shining. Sparkle like a diamond, sneaker oozy on the island, and my army jacket lining
0: hit the earth like a All right. Get ready to wrap this thing up and get to our final thoughts. And let's see,
1: Eminem. I'm gonna start with you tonight, man. Final thoughts? Oh man, uh, great show. Uh, change of pace on the topic, but it's a, a uh, very interesting topic. Uh, but I wanna drop this on it, man. Uh, <clears throat> hope I can beat this damn clock. But 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 the thing is, what the difference is now? People gotta always. I always look at anything in life like this you have to look at the the actual origin of everything in most cultures for for hundreds of years in some cases thousands of years when you look at uh you know um uh, the middle east and china and africa everything with marriage was was really uh based on um uh, some type of religion or interaction or something like that then the second part of that in 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 a lot of uh cultures it was based on uh class like your uh uh you know just making a come up like uh i think they called like the, like the caste system or whatever in indian shit and some other countries too then that that the third part, which is not as common what wasn't as common but it happened mainly in like uh great britain was like you had to come from a certain type of bloodline so kind of like with, with what I was saying with the uh, the royal couple or whatever, I said nah 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 nah. It ain't it ain't so much that Meghan Markle black. The problem was she don't come from a royal bloodline. They don't even marry just white people. Call they white? You got to come from certain things. So you got religion, you got social, uh, you know, like kind of like prearranged marriage, social status. Then in the last part, which don't affect a lot of people, was that you know, certain bloodlines or certain lineages and all that kind of shit. This this group can only marry these people and, and nobody else, that type of shit. All right, now, you push that forward a thousand years of customs, guess what's happening now? Far and far and far and far more people nowadays are less religion, religious or whatever. So, uh, yeah, they might be spiritual in tune, but they're not just so much wound up in a certain practice of religion. So naturally, as religion becomes less popular, then certain aspects of religion become less popular, which would be, um, you know, marriage and and, uh, as far as, um, Hmm. you know, especially with a woman, you know, being a virgin in the white dress and, you know, taking off the chastity belt for the first time and all that kind of shit. So that's gone now. So it's pretty much just, you know, everybody just out here fucking now for nothing. You know, that's the problem I got. I I got a big problem with that because, see, if you're giving up the goods, and I was just like, man, if, if you know, if I was, you know, back in the life, it's just like, damn, man, I'm going to have to figure out something different to make money because it's just like it's too easy to get. It's just like, <laughs> damn. I mean, hell, yeah, man, we're trying to get paid. But, see, you know, you make money when it's a more controlled environment. <laughs>
0: All
1: right, Eminem. Uh-huh. Shit. you got to eat, man.
0: <laughs> Ray. All right, Eminem. Appreciate that. Ray, final thoughts, man.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a good show. I mean, um topic was a little different. But, um, yeah, I think the, the people now, they got a different idea what a relationship is. And it's kind of like, um, you know, you know how it was. I would say things back in the day, but now they do it for real. Like Three's company, he was never messing with the girls, but he was, you know, living together. And they had some people that want to have two girlfriends and they stay together. Everything is is different now. I mean, but only thing I say is. When you take religion out of everything, that's when you get lost. I mean, I, I don't ever think you should take marriage out of relationships because, you know, the end of the day, you're going to have to answer to your maker. I mean, it's all right to have a little fun when you're young and all that, but once you get 30 and 40 and 50 and you're still doing the same thing and you go out like Hugh Hefner went out, yeah, it's a good lifestyle looking in, but I think you need to, has some morality to the situation too. And I think kids now, they kind of get lost with that, just having fun, having fun. You know, we had fun too, but we knew the difference between right and wrong. And when it's wrong like that, I think you have to check yourself because there are other people that are coming behind you that are looking at you. And, you know, especially if you're a female. Female, you can't do everything a man can do because at the end of the day, you had a lot of fun. you got a lot of guys under your belt. And, you know, it's hard to take you serious when you were drunk, you was a whore, you let people do whatever they want, and you just had fun all the time. Now you can try to clean your life up and change on a good dude, but when he find out about that history, how's he going to feel about you? So I think you should always keep things in perspective. You have fun, you can... Date who you want, but you should keep some morality about yourself. Don't sleep with everybody. Don't drink with everybody. Don't get high with everybody. You have one or two friends you want to date and you want to see, that's fine. But if not, you need to, you know, check yourself. And nothing wrong with getting in a relationship once you have tried the other lifestyle. Try the other lifestyle even if it's fun, you can't do it forever. But part of maturing is learning what you did wrong when you were younger. So I think they need to get themselves together, although it's nothing wrong with having a little fun.
0: All right. Thank you very much, sir, for your two cents. Crystal? Okay. Um,
4: good job. I, um, I don't We talked really got into the whole actual topic, but maybe we did. But anyway, everything to me goes back to compatibility. You need to be compatible with the people that you have a relationship with. And the only way to do that is you you need to talk to people um, and ask them questions about who they are, what they're into, and then you can make a better decision. The main thing of why, as I said before, why people aren't married, as many people aren't married as they used to be, it used to be a, almost a requirement to get married. Um, religiously, culturally, you got married, you know. You went to high school, you went to college, and by the end of college, by the time you graduate, you better either be married or have a fiancé or something. And that's for male and female. And, but now it's not as so much of a requirement religiously. Well, because as Ray was saying, saying there are a lot of people who are, don't grow up, really, you know, in, with an organized religion. So um, that tells you what you need to do and how you need to do it. And then and the families have dispersed. Um, so there aren't that um, extended family that you look at and go, okay, um, that's my, you know, grandmother and grandfather were married. My mother and father were married. We're going to get married. Cause that's just what we do. If we're going to have kids and we're going to have, you know, 2.5 kids and a dog and a house and all this stuff and, or whatever. And but see now it is more individual. I am a child of the eighties and, um, and actually, you I think you're a child of the 90s, not the 70s. You don't count when you're born. You count when you were living. You just started living until you were like a young adult, a young person. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but, yeah, as a child of the 80s, that's when everything came out as individual. You became your own individual, um, and it was more about money, power, um, status, which included marriage and all those kinds of things. Millennials, they, um, they came out of, of watching some of their parents. You remember there was a whole bunch of parents who didn't have, they weren't married because of drugs um, that happened to a lot of people during a certain time. And a lot of those parents were in jail or they were strung out or whatever. So they grew up in a very hard, society kind of um, way of thinking, and they saw a lot of less people who were actually married or, you know, like their grandmother and grandfather or whatever. So they decided, okay, I'm not going to live like that. There's no such thing as coming out of high school and going to a factory and being, you know, kind of a lower or higher middle-class person um, anymore. That's over you know, technology ruined that for just about everybody. Um, So I have to think on my feet. When internet came out, that's that, you know, that opened up the world for a lot of people um, regarding not your typical type of job. And then gaming came out where people were actually making a living doing what they did or being chastised about. So all these things happen. as is like a new kind of way of thinking. Um, I really heard of that that the millennials aren't having sex, but maybe. Okay, I guess that's a thing. I don't know. Um, but I haven't gotten that specific with my daughter and her friends and what they do. I don't. You, you that, don't remember you anyway,
1: showing shadow <laughs> Okay. You know
4: what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know damn like well, none though. of us talking about that.
4: <laughs> no, but you know what? There's not. Um, actually, about marriage, there's another piece to it is homosexuality. Um, there's a lot more homosexuals who have come out and decided now I can live freely. And a lot of kids who are thinking about, well, I, maybe I'm not heterosexual, maybe I am homosexual or I'm bisexual. So, and those yeah. types of terms of the standard, I get married, have kids, kind of a thing, is not in their preview because they don't really know who they are. They don't think that that's they don't they're not what their parents were. Um, they can think more freely about. You know, their life and things like that And and their sexuality Um, So maybe even some of those kids Who didn't actually have sex Or haven't had sex They're probably still in that stage of Well, I really don't know who I am And maybe I don't have to have sex if I don't want to um, Because I'm not in that type of relationship So, you know So it's a lot of things going on there Um, Yes, I think religion is a huge part I really do Religion and culture That's the huge part of why we haven't gotten married. So, all right. So there, is, there it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank okay. you very much, ma'am. I appreciate that. And Dr. Willis, shut it down for me.
3: I think that's the first time I ever heard Chris will get the clock. But uh, so, you know, as usual, <laughs> good show tonight. You know what I'm saying? It's good to uh, chop it up with all the folks. But um, I'm just going to say that, too, that I think... It- <laughs> right. <laughs> I think, that's every show. I mean, you, you always get it. <laughs> Eminem always get it. <laughs> you you get it. But um, I think that we that's can how use. is tired of
4: hearing me talk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can use an acronym to ball ball this all down. Uh, well, all this this whole situation is boiled down to one acronym, and that's W I I F M. The WIFM What's in it for me? All right that's that another that, T-shirt, Bob? Hey, uh, I might as well put it on the T-shirt. <laughs> but that transcends, you know, age, uh, genre, you know, generation. I mean, everybody make a decision based on what's in it for them. This new generation is just taking it to a whole nother level. So, if they can't find some value in marriage, religion, a job whatever it is they're simply not going to do it That's just i mean and that's just that's just all it is to it you know they're going to find some alternative and these you know these younger kids are more creative nowadays so they're going to find a lot you know a lot of different ways to do um you know what they need uh as 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 uh, if you probably read the articles now they they're talking about how many um of uh, the uh, millennials are not working because they refuse to go work eight hours a day For you know a minimal amount of work I mean uh, the money So If it's, if, it's not in it, if there's nothing no value, they, they see no value in it for them It's not going to happen And I think that that explains For everybody down the road You know what I'm saying From, from old school to new school As far as uh, the topics that Crystal touched on In the beginning I want to jump on that uh, real quick um, the, the, the guy Pop Smoke one, one, one of the songs I love the most about him is uh, this Dior song that they be playing. Uh, he was uh, a young, you know, talent that was coming up. And, uh, man, like she said, you know, there was some conspiracy theories rolling around and stuff like that. There was even some, uh, some conspiracy, um, theories out there that, that 50 cent had him killed so he can fill <laughs> his album posthumously. So you never know, man. You just did all kinds of stuff. But wow. the, guy, the guy was talented. He was talented though. Um, and like I say, you know, one, one of the songs I bump at least twice a day now is that song called Dior. I, just, I mean, it's just one of my favorite songs right now. So, he, you know, he had a lot of talent. Um, and then uh, the other topic with with Kanye. Now, I, I like conspiracy theories, so I'm going to throw one out myself. I don't, I don't know if it's so much a mental health issue with Kanye. And it could be. I'm not taking that away. But if you think about it, when Kanye first came out, you wasn't hearing about, you know what I'm saying? He talked about everything in the beginning, too, the loss of his mom. He talked about, you know what I'm saying, his situation when he got, you know, when he had his mouth shut, wire, you know, wired shut or whatever the case may be. He talked about all these things. you never, you never really heard anything about mental illness. I believe, though, that um, that these guys that they call bitter and, and uh, um, that they say are disgruntled and all that when they start talking about what goes on behind the scenes, I think you got to start looking at some of this stuff that they're talking about. They're making these guys do things that you know what I'm saying, especially the really famous ones and stuff like that, they're probably making them do stuff that that' really breaking them down in there <laughs> because you know you, you can't really explain it, and a lot of them a lot of them once they hit a certain threshold man they just they just lose it, and everybody wanted to chalk it up to you know mental illness and and like I said, eventually it leads to that, but what caused that? I don't think it's just something that just you know what I'm saying that they just you know happen overnight or something that they've just been able to put off all the years and now you see seeing it so i think that the, the the music industry is really doing something to these young um these young young artists and it's and it's coming back to haunt them in the end and so they lose it as far as his uh candidacy for um president presidency and all that man it's a joke <laughs> birthday party come on really <laughs> so so um he might he might be doing that to help trump who knows but uh, also, Trump took a lawsuit uh, today with the Supreme Court ruling on his taxes and stuff. So, you yeah. have to come up off those. So, you know, it's a lot going on in current events. So, I hope that we do have a session, uh, you know, one night where we're just sitting around talking about current events and stuff. Because there's a lot going on, and, and, you know, it'll make for some good shows. But uh, outside of that, though, um, you know, really good show. Look forward to the next, man, as always.
0: All right. I appreciate it, sir. And uh, actually, the next show in a couple of weeks on July 23rd is going to be on entrepreneurship. But we do hope to get crystallized on that show as well. Talk about some current event topics, too. So, but my thanks to the show legends and to those listening, of course. Subscribe to me on Apple or Google Podcasts. Go ahead and do it now. Go to TalkToQ.com, like the show on Facebook. Do something for a brother. And I'll see you in two weeks. Like I said, we'll be talking about entrepreneurship. Everyone have a good evening. Peace out. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live.
3: maybe
2: get people to think differently about what they do, and and maybe change what they do.
1: I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships.
2: I was told that I was a man-eater.
0: My name is Quincy. Uh, this is my show.
2: Here. Let me thank
4: you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with you and all your listeners.
2: The Talk to Q radio show. Follow Q guys. Thanks. Peace out.